kind of fortunate because usually when we're shirking our responsibility by skipping a presidential debate, we're just skipping one. But because they had like weird competing dueling banjo town halls on different channels, really, I get to skip both of them. And that feels somehow a little bit more special. Yeah, I took the opposite <laughs> approach and decided to watch them both simultaneously. That's the Wendy rubbing off on Rich right there. Yeah. That's that's him bringing the left POC to the discourse. I don't appreciate <laughs> the kind of work you're doing here. Goddamn try hard. <laughs> it was remarkably similar to the debate, had them both shouting in my ears at, at the same time. Not no coherent sentences between them, any of it. And it was it was it was masterful, really. I just picture Richard like having to like unsync his eyes to watch both screens independently. It's like a chameleon. <laughs> so we can look in two different directions like the perfect adaptation so i mean since you did in fact watch it richard which i guess makes you you know the special one here the academic the you know the good boy what did you glean from the town halls now i want to get your impression that from firsthand experience i guess this is the moderately more uh angered and disturbed one after watching that i can go ahead and give some insight uh one of the things that immediately stuck out to me was uh there's a moment where trump uh was guthrie and trump were going at it and uh she was interrupting trump a lot that's been kind of picked up by most everybody but she asked about well what uh, digging into QAnon whether Trump knew if the democrats were a satanic ring of pedophiles and he's like well i don't know that <laughs> and I'm surprised that I didn't see that already more on Twitter myself, just that moment, just because it, it struck me as the the next not uh, disavowing white supremacists. But uh, that actually came after a series of disavowals or, you know, saying that he doesn't support white supremacists, which, I mean, obviously he does. And Biden, on the other hand, was uh, more subdued in the back of my uh, head. It was uh, even less coherent, I think, in many ways, but it talked a little bit about kind of his plans of what he sort of wants to do. But there's always this kind of acknowledgement that there's actually not going to be any functional way to do it without upsetting the, the kind of uh, filibuster and the court situation that he's now more recently come out uh, as not supportive of. And he also doubled down on a lot of his uh, mistakes of uh, wanting to support the police and suggesting that they shoot uh, people in the legs he's really into that he's really into like the police taking pot shots at like civilians extremities yeah it's his favorite pastime i mean that's really where we're at i mean it's quite emblematic of exactly or of kind of what we're dealing with with republicans and democrats you got you know trump suggesting that you know they bash your head into the door frame as they're putting you in and joe biden is suggesting that rather than shoot you dead and then do that uh, with your you know family members that they just shoot you in the leg and then proceed to you know whatever knock over the your sister that's coming to your aid well unfortunately it's actually a little bit more stark because today was another one of trump's endless rallies where he just came out and basically said that he was excited or happy or motivated by you know the but it, it was more than that i mean he just he flat out admitted that it was an extrajudicial killing saying they didn't want it, it was over in 15 minutes they didn't want to arrest him and they didn't but at that point it's like you've just said that it was a state-sanctioned murder like you being the representative here, it's kind of like how right now in court they're arguing that Trump tweeting out that he was going to like make all of the Russiagate 
uh, documents declassified, or he was declassifying anything associated with Russiagate. Um, the Department of Justice now, due to like people FOIAing it and saying, "Hey, look, I want to know what this document is that you said was classified because of Russiagate." Department of Justice is now saying, "Oh no, that doesn't count. He didn't. It, he didn't mean it when he said it." So now they're they're going to face the same kind of situation where they're going to have to argue in in a legal sense that Trump didn't mean it when he said, "Hey, look." We just killed him. Honestly, demanding that we play that game with Trump and, you know, ultimately with all our politicians where we have to choose our own adventure and just assume the most flattering or good faith interpretation of what they meant or could have mean or even just whether or not you should be allowed to say something so easily interpretable as like or whether criminal. Or you're allowed to have a job at a gas company in the Ukraine. Exactly. We're going to get to that shit, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just want to stay on the topic of the town halls for at least one more moment, because I'm actually surprised that they didn't give in and let Trump try to infect them again. And I don't know if that means that I have like an overly low expectation of the Democrats or they were actually close to giving him his way if they could have done so in a way that made sense. Well, the funniest part is that after all of the, you know, oh, Trump needs to, you know, do these types of things, NBC is the one who gave him this platform to to basically piss on Joe Biden's uh, counter to him ad- avoiding the debate in the first place. It's like, so like, they set him up to do this, and I'm pretty sure he crushed Biden in the ratings from the little bit I saw on Twitter, uh, you know randomly refreshing it was you know two to one watch numbers so it was like that was what he was there for and the corporate network couldn't turn that down and so the same people that are constantly you know harassing or haranguing him for uh not doing that are then going to amplify and give him that that platform for so much time and do just as poor of a job as any others to actually nail him down on anything because all he does is just talk over people and keep repeating whatever lie it is and there's you either move on or you just spend the whole time correcting that one particular lie. Trump has a really good skill of allowing the institutions and other powerful people who spend their time enabling him to just absolve themselves of any responsibility, either for not checking him or for actively providing him the tools that he's currently using to, like, try to wrest control of the state. You know, I think of the Lincoln Project, which I'm only vaguely familiar with, that they managed to raise, what, $40 million or so that it came out from, like, Democratic voters or Democratic donors. And, you know, presumably they're just a Republican PR company who has convinced people that they are trying to like just work to get Trump out of office but most of them helped build the illegitimate election machine that Trump's now using or advocated for in some part and so like what couldn't the argument be other than like well we're going to be better stewards of that illegitimate election machine once Trump is out of office but we shouldn't touch it yeah, it is. The whole Lincoln Project thing has been baffling to me, considering like that they're raising so much money. They're not even trying to like funnel it through Act Blue to make it look like there's any sort of kind of democratic aspect to it. So people are really just funding this machine that is going to immediately turn on them as soon as Trump is or whenever he's out of office, if and when that happens. And what they've taken in is just uh, uh, what they've spent is a, a small fraction of what they've taken in. And it seems like the majority of what they've output has all gone to the private firms of the people who are represented in the Lincoln Project, like the ones like Rick Wilson and all those others. And if you notice, it's very much about Trump and it's not about any of the actual kind of underlying policies and stuff. It's very much driven around his demeanor and attitude in the way he comports himself rather than any of the real policy stuff that they're talking about or attacking him for. Thank you.